Good morning, ladies. I'm back. I tried to come get back on before the um, actual New Year or the holiday. Um, I wanted to. Um, it's, what I wanted to really talk about today is um, men who actually are dealing, or not even men, just because I know there was there was, there's women that do this too in a relationship. Um, dealing with someone that is a gambler, like to uh, to to witness that it 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 I never knew it was actually an addiction, and it is a serious addiction. Now, um, it's and it comes a lot like. And so many other things come along with it, like lying, like so much betrayal, and then all the other categories, well, all the other, let me see, all the other symptoms of a, of someone with mental health issues, they, it seems as if their behavior is at an all-time high. The same things that you would deal with if they didn't have gambling issues or any type of issues like a gambling or alcohol issue or alcohol issue or substance abuse like uh, drugs or something. When okay, it's one thing to have mental health issues. What I'm trying to say is that when you have like gambling comes into play, someone that drinks someone that uses drugs, it's it's triple times worse because now they are, mental health issues already is like have them on this up, up one day, down one day, like snappy, like not taking responsibility for their actions, trying to blame you, trying to ignore what they're doing wrong. Um, when you begin, when you begin telling them this is how you are, da, 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 you don't this or you lied to me again, then they throw that back at you when you're not even lying. And they um, manipulative, let me say that, manipulative ways, all that stuff is at an all-time high when there is an addiction involved. Now, this is more, this is like, I don't know if there's anyone who can relate, but I'm pretty sure because I know, like, I was definitely in a relationship with someone who had a gambling problem. And this is a personal experience. And um, it just got crazy. I meant, like, life-threatening crazy, like, ridiculous and I didn't understand it to be an addiction. I thought that it was something that you could just stop. But I have witnessed tears, like, but then again, because of the narcissism, I'm not even sure if the tears were real. Or I have been told, I um, promise, I swear to you, if I do it again, you can leave me, and then you go right back to doing it. That's like... To me, that's a that's a big smack in the face, and um, 
that that's something that and then what was worse about it, that's something that actually let me say this I'm, I'm sorry I'm jumping all around that's something that actually draws the line and one other problem that I experienced with this person was that when I confronted it first it the story is so long and drawn out I'm only really giving you the end of it but the the gambling habit has been going on for a, for years let me say that and it's like how can I put this it's like the last thing I'm trying to I want to tell you something but it's so personal and so it's very personal and emotional for me that I it's really hard for me to get into it so I'm trying to tell you it tell you about it because and I tell my story because I know there's plenty of women out there who don't have anyone to share their story with or don't think anyone actually understands their story or cares about their story or hear about their story. And I'm just here to say, sis, you are not alone. You are not alone. So don't don't think you are for one moment. Unfortunately, when that one was made, there was plenty others made, and mine was one of those plenty others. So, um, because of the gambling, my family's life was in jeopardy. Where I had a home invasion because someone noticed my husband gambling and saw him with a mass amount of money and I believe they followed him home and he would have never known this because he actually would be out gambling. The habit was so bad that he would be out gambling for days with no sleep. I'm going to say I would say about maybe two days straight with no sleep but I believe it's it's possible maybe like and then maybe doing like maybe an hour or two or like three hours and then going right back to it if it wasn't straight. So I believe someone followed him home because, and he says, which what he says at this point means absolutely nothing. Every word is a lie. Excuse me, I'm just kind of like trying to get this out because it is emotional for me, but it is the reality. It's my reality. Um, And I've never really just given this information out, only to my dearest friends. But um, let me say this. He gambled with you losing and lost a lot of money a lot 
and he would be in there tired, drinking alcohol. People are watching him, and he's going in the heart of the hood to gamble. People are watching him. In the gambling hall, what I learned is that most of the guys there are con artists. So there, when he stopped going for a while, they were constantly calling his phone because he was spending a lot of money there. So you got to have somebody there that's bringing some money that you could win to make it even worthwhile going. So they were asking if he's coming. And then his friends would call him and keep standing there, like, trying to get him to come here. And I'm not blaming them for it. I blame him for it. But this is what happened. And it, these people were people that were manipulative. The same, actually the same characteristics that he had. They had just outsmarted him because he see everyone, he was seeing everyone as, well, men. He felt like everybody was there to help him or they were his friends. And I don't even think he cared about friends. I just think that he wanted to gamble. And that was it. So you have a credit card scammer that's now constantly contacting him because he wants him to come back, but he's a scammer. He's a con artist. That's what he does. So he's looking for something now. He, he wants you there. And then now you have, there was another guy that was a con artist that was actually a con, did construction. So, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, he was a contractor. Terrible contractor. Did some work in my house was not good at it, but my husband met him at the gambling hall, and he talked my husband into letting him come there because he saw the type of money that he was spending, and he basically robbed my husband. Let me hear, let me, I'm going to say, I'm going to change my words, okay? He basically robbed this man because things are changing now. Things are definitely going to change, so I'm going to Say, I'm going to refer to him as this man. Robbed him, um, not like with a gun pull out, but he was so out of it from never sleeping, never resting, constant gambling, making promises there. These people would come to my house, start doing work, tearing down walls, and he had to, and he agreed to pay them, or he'll pay them up front, not a receipt at all, never seen a license or anything. And I'm like, yo. This shit is, like, ridiculous. So now we get down to it. After my family's, after the home invasion, let me say this, after the home invasion, which was, I'll get more in-depth into it on another podcast. But right now, because it, it's really hard for me to talk about, and I probably have to talk about it to get over it. Not even over it. I just have to be able to say it because I can't really talk that much about it because it's so hurtful. So we had this home invasion, and it was scary. I was there. It was so scary. Um, So we had this home invasion, and the summer. And so um, we stayed away from the house after that happened. We stayed away from the house for a couple of months. Got a new camera system. 
on a house so you can see all around the house. But who's watching the camera all day? Like, nobody. When I'm asleep, it's just a camera rolling. Um, but I guess if something was to happen, you could go back to the footage. But I would like to be able to see something or be notified if something is about to happen. Um, but, so, let me say this. Okay, so we got the cameras in, and then we, um, we moved back into the house. But we didn't move out completely. We just stopped staying there, like taking clothes here and there, hotel, going back to my mom sometime, hotel. So we're back at the house, and and five and a half months in, my husband has been at home every night, all night, since this happened. Five and a half months in. First of all, the time that he wasn't gambling, he was going through it. If I don't, he never, he would sleep. See, this is why I, it, I'm sorry, I keep saying my husband. I want to X that term out. So, um, the time that he wasn't gambling, he was actually sleeping his life away. And then was, mentally didn't understand what was wrong with it. Like, I'm opening blinds in the in the um, morning. I'm getting fresh air, opening windows in the morning. Fresh air in the house. And he is, like, grouchy, and he wants the blinds closed. Don't open the window. Don't turn the light on. And this is the whole day. And I honestly think it was just to pass time away so that he could feel, so that time could pass so that he could go back to him. So this, and this was days that I dealt with it. Some days he would get up, be active during the day, be productive a little, go here. He did go to my son's, he did go to games for his son and things of that nature and, um, get involved in other things, but it was never consistent, and it, I like to be productive, I don't care what, especially, I like to be productive in my time, so if I can get up and clean my whole house, at least I can say I did something today, if I can get up and go shopping for everything I need, or do the laundry for everything I need, at least I can say I did something, if I can get up and post on my social media page or sew some things in my sewing room. Like, I like to, my day starts pretty early, even when I'm not working. So, because I want to get, I take advantage of my day. I appreciate it. So, and he wasn't doing it, and we shared the room. Like, so, you have to understand my battle. My fight was to push past it and get up every day when I didn't have to work push myself past this to get up and be productive and get out. At some time, he would, like, literally lay in the bed all day long and want me to lay next to him all day long. And then when I leave out, he would get up to ask me, what you doing? Where you going? And I'm like, I got things to do. And I just, I couldn't take it anymore. So this one day, 
he came home, we home, he got up this day, he took a shower, he went to the mall with um, one of his friends, some guy wanted to get his daughter something for Christmas, went to the mall with her, with him, and to get his daughter, get her a gift, and my son went with them, they came home, and as soon as he got, it's like 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, as soon as he got home, he started taking off clothes again to bed, I'm like, are you serious? It's still light outside. He says, I've been walking around the mall all day. But that wasn't it. The problem was that you didn't want to face the world. You have this addiction. He has like a, an addiction mentality. So he has to be attached to something. And it's crazy I just said that because it really, now, I never really thought about that. But now that I say it, I actually believe it to be 100% true. Now that I'm thinking about it, like there's always a need to be attached to something or someone, always. Okay, so let me go back to the story. So he went in, he came in, took off his clothes, got in bed, went to sleep. Got up a little later and went somewhere. Got up a little later and went somewhere. I'm not sure where he went because I don't ask every time he moves. So I didn't ask where he was going. So he came in and he had, um, he came in and he had, what did he have when he came in? forget. But then he he's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to watch the store. I'm going to get something to drink and some chips from the store. Da, 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 da. I'm going to stop at the liquor store. You want something? I said, I said, just give me like a Bahama Reef or something. He must have got himself some hard liquor because you're not going, nobody's just going to the liquor store. Especially not a man that can drink. You're not just going to the liquor store for no um, coolers. And he can drink when he gets in his drinking mode. He's not going to the book with no food. So he must have got his own drink, left his drink in the car, or brought it in the house. Because I have noticed him, like, bringing drinks in the house. And I don't care. You're a grown man. If you can drink, if you want to drink, you can have a right to drink. It's not illegal to drink. But I think that that may have pushed him into the gambling thing. He wanted to go, but that was, like, gave him the courage to walk back in there. Because I know it had to be difficult or not even difficult. Like, you got to be out of your rabbit-ass mind to go back into it after your family was in a inv- a home invasion situation, like being held hostage, like you from you gambling. But then I also understand that these people don't think right. They don't rationalize. So um, he comes in with the chips. I guess he tried to give me something because he thought that if I had to drink, I would go to sleep. I didn't drink it. So I was just sitting around the house, like, I was back in my sewing room. I was doing things. He was like, I'll be right back. I really just said, I'll be right back without actually, not that you have to, but without actually telling me where you're going at nighttime like that. Like, I'll just be right, I'll be right back. I didn't, I didn't question him. Like, okay, it was just, really didn't care. It was like, flew off my head. And then he ran back in the house a few hours later, and he's like, um, did you see this key? It got one key on it, da 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 it's what's the name key? Da, 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 got one key on it. I don't know if that was true. 
because now I'm questioning everything that he says. He's a compulsive liar. So I don't know if that was true. I actually believe either it was one of two things. He was looking for the key to get money from someplace, or he was coming in there getting his money, and it did just want to go for his money and leave, but he tried to make me think he was doing something else for my else. He's like, it was his, the friend that he took to the mall. It was his key. He left his key. Da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, why the hell would his key be in my bedroom? But, you know, to avoid the confrontation of arguing, verbal arguments or anything, I mean, verbal confrontation, I just, I went along with it. No, I don't see it. I look under the bed. I don't see the check over there. No. He left. Okay. So then he ran out. He left. Then the next morning, I get up, and I'm, like, in the kitchen. I'm doing my daughter's hair, and he came down in the kitchen, and he, like, we have, like, with a, um, there's, like, a peninsula in the kitchen, and he's, like, over that way, like, making him something to eat, but not really making something to eat. Like, just put, I think he's making noodles or something, doing something with me. But kept really peeking at me. So I'm looking at him, and I'm like, why keep looking at me? I didn't notice anything at the time. So he left and he went upstairs. So I come around to get a dish rag out the drawer, and in the drawer I see money. I see $100 bills, $20 bills, like a stack of, like, rolled up $100 bills and 20s and stuff. When he was gambling crazy, he would come in and leave his money there. So that when he came, ran, ran out of money and he ran in the house, he wouldn't have to come in and bother me. Well, I wouldn't know he was gambling. He would just come in the kitchen, take the money, and run back out. If he left it in the room with me, he got to come in and make noise, and they wake me up, and I know what's going on. So when I saw the money, I didn't touch it. I didn't say anything. I tried to avoid the confrontation with having um, my daughter present with the confrontation because I know it wasn't going to play out night. I'm going to end this right now, then I'll jump that right back on.